Get your day started with a breakfast full of positive music, fun, inspiration and so much more. Rise and shine with Felon DJ. Weekday mornings on Vision. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi and welcome to today's 2020 podcast. Remember you can hear 2020 on the Vision Radio Network from 10am, that's Eastern Time, from 11 Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time on the Vision Radio Network. Well undoubtedly if you've been around church life for a while you'll notice that often there are some people who are there on one Sunday and not there the next for a wide variety of reasons. What happens, though, when that someone is the pastor or the senior minister of the local church or leaders of children's or youth ministries? Well, sometimes we don't always appreciate the types of pressures that our leaders in church life are under or what sort of struggles they may have in their own personal lives. Sometimes those appointed to be leaders or who are set apart to serve find that their position is cut short and they're put out of action and members of the church are often affected. Our next guest is Tom Lovett, whose special field is in supporting leaders who have, for whatever reason, lost their way in leadership or who've been cut short in fulfilling the dream that formerly was a great motivation in their lives. Tom's ministry is called Recover Your Dream, and he's joining us today. Tom, welcome to 2020. Oh, I'm pleased to be here. It's uh, quite a privilege, and it's good to be talking to you, Neil. Tom, I suspect uh, people will listen into our conversation today and they'll say, well, uh, you know, the minister in the pulpit, uh, those who lead our churches, well, they don't have the same sorts of struggles that we do. Uh, They don't have uh, tough times and they don't get offended very easily. Well, of course, that's just not true. And what happens, I guess, is that sometimes people who are leading churches, who are in ministry, the wheels fall off. They become discouraged, they become disappointed, uh, and uh, even to the point uh, where they enter times of depression and great grief. This Mm. is where you come in and you're about helping people who've gone through that recover. Yes. uh, Well, uh, what you painted there is a a typical situation. There's some 10,000 ordained ministers in Australia who are not anymore in full-time service before they've reached their retirement age. And this is due to the pressures that you mentioned and also to this system that cannot cope with the work that they're trying to do. Uh, A minister, of course, is uh, required to be a shepherd mainly, but there's no time left for real shepherding in many cases, um, and they're forced into administrative and other roles. People are not as receptive as they used to be. There is a, a change in the population, in the culture, in the um, willingness to sit at the feet of a master. And he's trained to be the master. As you're saying, in days gone by, there was an automatic respect for mm. the leader. And mm. people treated the leaders in churches with a... Mm and almost a reverence, which uh, either they sometimes didn't deserve, but in most cases they did deserve mm. because they were mm. upstanding members of the community and great leaders, mm. uh, people who were advocates for the Word of God, able to teach and preach and, and offer that wisdom. Uh, these days, because there's a lower respect 
uh, for some ministers. You think this is one of the things that impacts well, upon people's ministries? Yes, uh, one of the major things. But, uh, of course, you've got to bear in mind that many members of the congregation are, are better educated than the minister in, in these days. And um, can the minister cope with that? Uh, they may be better read. They may be better managers and they can see things wrong with the way the church is being managed in some respects. The minister gets the blame, but he's not really to blame. It's the system. Of course, there, there are support people. You know, There are wardens and, and um, elders and others in the church whose skills are available to the minister. So he needs to be a team leader rather than the um, master. Things have changed, yeah. and uh, yeah. and when people are in the circumstances where they are uh, impacted by all of those educated people in their congregation, and uh, as you say, they can uh, they can be outnumbered by people who are sometimes far more intelligent. But there is a certain sense, isn't there, uh, that we would appreciate when a minister is put in charge of a congregation that there is a setting aside, there is a a calling that's mm. upon that person's mm. life, and mm. there is something special that God actually anoints a leader uh, to have a special capacity to be able to hear that sense of revelation uh, to bring to the congregation. He does that as a shepherd, but also in, in a sense as a prophet. But sometimes that's not appreciated and uh, mm. and mm. things go badly wrong. And there are the pressures, of course, of life on, on the minister as on every member of the con- congregation. So it's... Um, probably a, a, a situation which is very prevalent in, in most churches, certainly the ones that I've been through, that um, there are a lot of dropouts. And if one minister leaves, you can probably say 10 or 20 regular church attenders have stopped attending. So what do we do with those people? Uh, they listen to UCB, obviously, to Vision Radio, and that's a great help and a great benefit. And a lot of blessings have come through. I've certainly heard some great stories. But there are many people who are needing more than that. We all in church life appreciate the fact that we do have a shepherd over mm. us, someone who looks out for us pastorally. Uh, when you were talking about the system failing, are you talking about the lack of pastoral care for the minister who's in charge of a local church? Yes, uh, well, they do have their um, people that should be ministering to them, but uh, are they able to do that in today's world? And uh, also, is the minister able to minister to the people adequately? And are the people willing to accept that ministry? So, Tom, when the wheels do fall off and someone leaves the ministry, either because they've voluntarily said, I can't do this anymore, I've got to leave it aside, or uh, in the case that a minister is sacked from their role and they drift into uh, what we you know, typically understand as a, a regular everyday occupation uh, and it's like their gifting has been lost to the kingdom. This is where you come in. How do you actually help someone to come to a point where they recognise that God isn't finished with them yet and that recovery is possible? Uh, well, I think Fowler wrote a book about the six stages of faith and um, many um, church people are, have reached the fourth or the third at the most stage, which means they rely on the organization. Their faith is in the organization. Um, we need to lift that faith from the organization up 
to the wider church, not just that church, but a wider church, and beyond that, to God himself. So it doesn't matter where you are, whether you're in a um, Calathumpian church or, or in a RSL um, club, uh, you're conscious of God at all times. And um, if the minister is unable to present that to his congregation, the congregation is not going to realize that unless they find out for themselves. And if they do and they want to change what's happening in the church, there's there's stumbling blocks. So many drop out. Um, but God is not, as you said, not finished with them. What the next step is to um, um, beware, be, become aware that um, a wounded shepherd is probably the best sort of shepherd. A shepherd that has been through that process, has been wounded, has hurt, has lost their vision or the mission or their dream, and gradually gets it back. God deals with them. Moses, a very good example. And Tom, of course, while we're talking about the minister in the church here Mm. who might have lost Mm. their way or been removed from their position, Mm. these same sorts of principles, they apply to Mm. all of us in church life, uh, where we can be offended, Mm. where we can be discouraged, where Mm. we can be disappointed. Uh, Getting our focus back on God above the circumstances Mm. is something for all of us. Tom, stay with us because I'd love to talk to you some more about this and I know that our listeners will just hear uh, something of the shepherd's pastor's heart, uh, even in your voice and the things that you're sharing. We'll talk some more about this in just a few moments. You're listening to the Vision Radio Network Daily Podcast. We're back talking about what happens when the pastor or the senior minister of the local church or leaders of church ministries lose their way and no longer function in their gifting. Our guest is Tom Lovett, whose special field is in supporting leaders who have for whatever reason lost their way in leadership or who've been cut short in fulfilling the dream that formerly was a great motivation in their lives. Tom's ministry is called Recover Your Dream Ministries. Tom, sometimes leaders drop out of church life altogether. When you meet people like that, are they often guarded and defensive about their experience in church? Usually um, people who respond to the Recover Your Dream message are people who have gone through that process and now wanting to link back with God. And, uh, but they don't see that they can do that through a church because of the wounds that they've suffered in the past. Those well, sorts of wounds are yeah. the sorts of wounds that anyone in church life can suffer. Yes. Do you think, though, that the leader sometimes is even more greatly affected because they've mm. been wounded? Often, often, I think leaders mm. can deal with minor wounds quite well, but mm. uh, sometimes the wound goes very deep. Yes, it does. And, of course, a leader who's fully immersed in the wound recovery process has absolute love for everyone who might issue another wound in their direction. And they can love through that wound and not feel the wound, not feel the hurt, not feel the pain. Uh, They're... Thoughts are, and, and their attention is on the person who is doing the wounding because um, wounded people wound people. And uh, he can see that or she can see that. 
and uh, I've met quite a few who do that. And I, I would like everyone who, whether pastor or member of a church, who has dropped out or feel like dropping out, to to know that that is possible, and it's a grace. It, it's a beautiful. It's a harmony. It's it's uplifting uh, to love somebody who's cruel to you or who's mean or nasty or um, worse, who actually gossips about you uh, to give them the hand of love. And Recover Your Dream is intended to um, bring people through that wounding. Some people are wounded for many, many years and they're bitter, and um, um, but they can come around and love the people that wounded them. Tom, obviously the issue of forgiveness is a big one. Uh, not everybody feels like forgiving those who've mm. hurt them in the mm. past. Mm. How do you bring people to a point where they recognise that really they're carrying the burden of what needs to be unloaded mm. uh, rather than the people who've hurt them? Yes. Well, um, uh, to not forgive, forgiveness is the gift you give yourself. And it's not a gift you give to the person you're, who's hurt you or whatever. You give that gift to yourself. You love that person um, and you feel the benefit of that gift. Uh, it's uplifting. It, it's strengthening. It, it's releasing and your inner energy and, and a whole lot of things. So um, I, I've got plenty of examples in my own life. When I started to... Um, realize that and things changed my life changed tom you'll have seen people transformed uh, mm. those who were hurt those who were sacked those who were just done mm. away with mm. swept aside even so to speak and even come back to the church and what i want to talk to you about is mm. uh, people who've been transformed from feeling that rejection uh, to all of a sudden knowing that God is bigger than the difficulties and the issues they've passed. Mm. What sort of things happen in people's lives when they start to appreciate that God has uh, another fresh wind to bring in their life? Well, um, I can only say the best word to sum that up is the feeling of glory. When God's glory comes into you and encompasses you and lifts you up, the best word I can think of is glory. And um, to know that glory, to, to wake up in the morning and feel God's glory and follow his path and his direction, he will speak directly to you. It's very difficult um, a subject to, to talk about in a short time, but God talks to you in that glory situation. Once you've forgiven all the hurt that you've had and loved the people that have hurt you, confessed your sins and uh, repented of your Re, um, resentment of those people, repent of that, say I'm sorry and really mean it, that glory will come upon you and you'll find that God will speak to you, guide you, lead you into new areas that you'd never thought possible. And as you say, if you can get on top of that, there's a special resilience mm. that is born in you that makes you stronger and more sensitive to others than you ever were before. Exactly, Neil. You put it perfectly. That's absolutely right. Uh, but I wouldn't say get on top. I, I, I would not use those human type of mm. success words. I would 
get underneath it. Yeah, you know, let God get on top of it. So let God. Right. Tom Lovett is the founder of Recover Your Dreams Ministries. And for people, whether you might be a leader, uh, whether that's the senior minister of a church or you might have had a leadership role within your local church, maybe it's in youth ministry, children's ministry, uh, older people's ministry, all sorts of areas of leadership, Tom would like to make contact with you uh, if you're interested in getting a new start. And I'll give you a website to go to. It's ryda.com.au. And I'll also give you an email R-Y-D-A at iinet.net.au. Tom Lovett, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for being with us today on 2020. Oh, thank you very much, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.